Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. How do you play? How do you work when you're not at your best? Coach Cal and I'll share some wisdom from our time coaching, and we'll apply that wisdom to your off-court challenges. You gotta win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime! Boom shakalaka! This league uncut is underway and on fire! This should be a good one. You are correct, Tim Kitzrow, voice of NBA Jam and voice of this league uncut. This is going to be a good one. It's going to be a great one. This is part two of our conversation with Draymond Green. Chris and I spoke to him for... About an hour over the weekend, we decided to break this thing up into two parts because he went so in-depth with us on so many different subjects. In part one, we talked about defense, and we specifically got into uh, the game against the New Orleans Pelicans that Draymond himself said he felt like really turned around Golden State season, his approach to the game, the state of the Warriors' D. We talked about all these things. In part two, though, he goes really in-depth on the Jordan Poole situation in training camp. He talks about his future with the Warriors. He talks about what this Western Conference looks like. Who's the favorite after such a wide-open and tumultuous regular season? Draymond Green unplugged on this league uncut. Here's part two with Chris and I. So I wanted to read you this from January. This was uh, this was on your own podcast, The Draymond Green Show, which is, of course, on the volume and... uh, and it's being nominated. It's being nominated, Dre, for for an award. Can you mention uh, that for, Yeah, I, I've been nominated for a Webby Award. Like uh, I think the best sports podcast or something like that. Um, That's crazy. Which I'm like excited said, about. Like, like we said at the top, we need you on our show more than you need us. <laughs> um, but in January, you had our friend Jamal Crawford on, mm-hmm. and you guys ended up talking about what happened with Jordan Poole and training camp. And your quote was, I think a lot of our shortcomings this year is my fault. Why is it my fault? I have not been the leader that I am and that I need to be for this team. The reason I have not been that leader is also my fault, right? We all know what happened with your young Wolverine brother, JP. So for me, I've kind of had to walk a fine line of not really being Draymond. And when I'm not really being myself, that's not the best thing for this team. Three months later, how close to the full Draymond are you in terms of leadership? I think I've been a lot better since then. Um, and just 
you know, standing, I had to get to the point of where to really get back to just being me and myself. And what that meant is you can't really care about feelings. Um, you know, f there's no space in this game uh, for winners. If you're winners for feelings, feelings will get hurt often if you're trying to win because winning and feelings don't live in the same place. They live in two totally different spaces. And oftentimes what you do is you try to cater to both. And those that cater to both, you end up stuck in the middle. Well, what's the middle? The middle is 500. The middle is not quite good enough, not quite bad enough. That's the middle. Well, guess what? That's where we've been all year until as of late, stuck right in the middle. And so I just had to get to a point to where I said, listen, I can't sit here and, and worry about feelings. I've never worried about feelings. Well, all of a sudden, Am I so worried about feelings now? And not that it's Jordan's feelings. Um, it's anyone's feelings about anything. Like, not just the JP incident, but anything that you could be feeling that you may have uh, some feeling about, I, I really don't have time to worry about that because I can't lead and worry about how your feelings, how you may take something, how your feelings may get hurt. Because guess what? In being a leader, there's actually a time where you need and have to hurt feelings, like intentionally have to hurt feelings. And it's totally necessary. And guess what? It can spark something totally different in the team. So I had to just kind of get back to that mindset of like, when have you ever worried so much about feelings that you allow that to get in the way of leading? And like I said, that's not just JP's feelings. That's J that's, that's, organizationally, that's publicly, because that was a big part of it, right? The video never get released. That's a totally different thing. And so the public's feelings, I had to stop worrying about that as well. I think that was a bigger worry than Jordan's feelings or the organization's feelings is how I'm viewed in the public. Man, I have a family, my wife, that follow everyone. And so I think that had more of an impact on me than necessarily what's happened to the organization. Because at the end of the day, man, we're going to play basketball. Like when you get between those lines, nothing else matters but going out there to play basketball and competing at the highest level. But I think for me, I'm going out there. I don't want to necessarily say something to Jordan because if I say something to Jordan, he react the wrong way. Everybody in the public is going to pick it up and say, oh, he's doing this and he's doing that. Right. And so I was more worried about those things than I actually was. What would actually happen if I did say something to Jordan? Or what would actually happen on our team if I did say something to somebody else? I was more worried about everyone else picking up what happens if something did happen. Well, guess what? Stuff like that happens all the time throughout the season. Teammates get into it. And I know that. And I've been a part of those. And guess what? Those things build character. Those things build bonds. And so in understanding that and being the leader and leading the way that I lead, I had to just accept that, you know what? I may say something to Jordan. I may say something to somebody else. It may blow up at times, but guess what? If it does and the public picks that up or um, the media wants to pick that up, then so be it because I don't have the time to worry about everyone else's feelings and everyone else's perception 
of what's going on in our locker room, what's going on with us between the lines, except for doing what I have to do that I know and what it takes that I know, or excuse me, doing what I know it takes to win at the highest level. And it's like, oh, man, you know, the OKC game in OKC, when I got pissed at Jordan to throw the ball, like, am I supposed to keep holding all of those emotions in so that no one picks it up? Or everybody picks it up and talk about it the next day, and who who cares? And that's kind of the mindset that I had to get back to and just accepting that, and I think I've done a much better job. I couldn't have had that game against New Orleans, nor could my team have followed that game against New Orleans. Game 40, just couldn't. Like, it wasn't possible. I'm not sure they were capable of following that. I'm not sure we were capable of banding together the way we did. I'm just not sure it was possible. But in working through the things that uh, that I needed to work through, that we needed to work through, I think we've gotten to that place. And lastly, in saying that, I also think it required me to take that approach initially and not just try to be Draymond balls to the walls yeah. right out the gate. Now I think mm-hmm. it sets us up for a better run come playoff time, which is now. Dre, I'm not trying to harp on that because I we, we didn't want to touch on that really, but – the the you mentioned the leak the leak took it to another level and I I think that made matters worse for everybody involved was that leak was that issue resolved as far as from from your knowledge finding out who did it like did, was it resolved to your satisfaction no not at all um, I was never really given a concrete answer on how it came about um. But anything else that gets investigated, you get to concrete things, right? Like, this is what we got to in our investigation. That's that. And it doesn't end until you reach a concrete place. Um, That wasn't the case with this investigation. Could it have been the case if I pressed the issue? Probably so, right? Like, we probably could have got all the way to the bottom of it if I pressed the issue, if Rich Paul pressed the issue. We could have gotten all the way to the bottom of it, I'm sure. But but in hindsight, or I mean, even looking at it now, Haynes, I didn't want to get to the bottom of it. I didn't want to chase, oh, man, who leaked this? Uh, is there a way for me to find out, you know, where this leak came from? Like, if I do find out, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to sue someone? No. Like, say, say. A lot of people said, man, that that leak came from the organization. All right, so if I find out the organization leaked it, am I going to sue the Golden State Warriors? Of course not. Like, I love the Golden State Warriors. I've been with the Golden State Warriors for 11 years. Like, my entire knowing as a professional basketball player is synonymous with the Golden State Warriors. Why am I going to run and try to sue them for, for that? I did it. Like, I did it. The yeah. thing that happened, I did. It did get leaked. It's unfortunate, and if I'm being quite honest, it's bullshit that it got leaked. Because you know what don't get leaked? What don't get leaked is when we're running through plays. What doesn't get leaked is when we're going when what doesn't get leaked is when we're going through a team's uh scout and we're scouting on, you know, we're putting our game plan together, or when coach gets pissed off and practice and go ape shit on all of us, that doesn't get leaked. But that thing gets leaked. It's unfortunate and it sucks. But the reality is I did it. 
And you got to face the music, man. I'm not about to get so deep into trying to find out who leaked it that I'm that that it almost appears as I'm not willing to face the music of something sure. that I did. I, as you know, man, I am someone who stands on everything I say. I stand on everything I do, good, bad, or indifferent. To be quite honest with you, it was unfortunate that it got out there. It's one of my worst moments as a pro. Like I've never punched anyone as heated as things have gotten as much things as I've been into. I'm not someone who just walks around punching someone. And so it's something that I had never done. It's unfortunate that it got leaked, but the reality is I let myself go to that space and I did do it. It's not like somebody um, altered the video and put out there an altered video. No, no, no. The video that was out there is something that I did. And regardless if it got leaked, if it was or it wasn't supposed to get leaked, I did it. And because I did it, you can approach that one or two ways. You can bullshit around and try to get to the bottom of who leaked it. Or you can accept it. It got leaked and you shouldn't have done it. And because you shouldn't have done it, it would have never been in a space to get leaked if you hadn't done it. So control what you can control and don't worry about what you what you can't control. And so, um, again, to answer your question, no, we never got to the bottom of it. Um, to be honest with you, I was given some lousy answer that you know me very well. If I really cared to get to the bottom of it, I would ate that lousy answer up. But <laughs> it was just no point. Uh, it is what it is. The damage was done. So getting to the bottom of the leak, like, it does nothing. Like I hurt relationships um, and, and all of that. And so the damage is done. Like move forward, correct what you can correct and be better and learn from it. And that's kind of what I, what I tried to do with the whole situation. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. How do you play? How do you work when you're not at your best? Coach Cal and I will share some wisdom from our time coaching, and we'll apply that wisdom to your off-court challenges. you got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, 
sir. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Thurow Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I mean, that was an incredibly candid answer and, and uh, reminds me of why I don't go in locker rooms very much anymore. We are allowed back in locker rooms, but after a few years off, I, I don't like going in there anymore. But in the years that we did go into locker rooms a lot, that's why there were all, all that's why there was always a crowd around yours because we know we're gonna get we know we're gonna get that incredible detailed answer. But you said something in there. You've been a warrior for eleven years. Chris knows this. He's heard this speech a zillion times because I'm a basketball romantic. I would like to see Draymond Green and Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson play their whole careers together. It doesn't happen very much anymore. I don't know how realistic it is. We're in a different era. This is a different time. It is a business more than it's ever been. So just as generally as I can ask this, what do you, how likely is it that Draymond Green finishes career, his career as a warrior? Um, well, number one, for some of you just said, I think this is the last time we'll ever see it, um, especially with the new CBA. Uh, I don't think the new CBA will allow you to see this again. Um, you know, if there were things added into the CBA, like, you know, you drafted all of these guys, you drafted Jordan Poole, you drafted uh, Clay Thompson, you drafted Steph Curry, you drafted Kevon Looney, you drafted Draymond Green. If there was things that was added to the CBA like it should have been, um, and you're not penalized for drafting well, then maybe we would see it again. That's not the case, uh, to my knowledge. And so because that's not the case, I don't think we'll ever see this again with the penalties and the way the money is increasing. I just don't think we will. Uh, as far as my situation goes, man, I've been here 11 years. I've done everything that you can possibly do here. Why would I want to go somewhere else and try to do it again? Um, to prove to, to the people that say, Draymond can only play on that team. He can't play anywhere else. Um, should I try to go prove those people wrong? I've been proving those people wrong. Those same people said I would never make it in the NBA. So I'm not going to um, waste my time trying to prove the same idiots wrong that I proved wrong a million times over. Uh, I would love to finish my career here. Um, that's been my goal since maybe signing this current contract that I'm on. It's like it looked like a more realistic thing of me finishing here. Um, and, and I also don't want to play 20 years in the NBA. I want to play 15 years in the NBA. So I think, you know, it's very realistic that in four more years, I'll still be contributing at a high level. Um, I'll still be able to give to a team and, and live up to the contracts that I'll be on. And so I do uh, want to be here. As far as the probability goes, I can't necessarily give you that because it's not up to me, you know. Um, if it's totally up to me, I can 100% tell you I will finish my career here. But that's not something that's totally up to me, you know, and I do understand. Um, <clears throat> you, you remember when I told you, I said, uh, I told you guys, I said, guys don't know how to play. Another one that's even more baffling to me is guys don't understand the business of basketball. I actually understand the business of basketball, and, and so I do understand why that's not totally my decision. And 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 I don't have any hard feelings with that uh, because I do understand that at the end of the day, this is a business. 
Uh, this is a multi-billion dollar business. And it keeps moving. I, no, it doesn't matter who the characters are within it. The business has to keep moving. And so um, the likelihood or the probability, uh, if it's up to me, it's 100%. But I can't give you the actual likelihood because ultimately, um, you know, we all want to, in any job that we do, we all want to be compensated for what we bring to the table. We all want our fair market value. And so, you know, that end of the bargain has to be upheld. Um, and my end of the bargain has to be upheld. I do think I am still holding on my end of the bargain. We're, we're defending the championship. Um, I am still playing at a high level. And I don't doubt that that Joe and Bob and our front office and ownership group will hold up their end of the bargain. They always have. I have no, uh, contrary to the reports out there and all the things, I have zero reasons to believe that they won't hold up their end of the bargain because they've never shown me that. And I think so many times we get caught up in this constant media cycle and all of the news and reports that we get caught in our feelings and we stop believing what we what what's right in our face to believe. Well, and I saw on Twitter, right I saw on Twitter, you're coming to Dallas. So I said, Oh, that's good for me. I saw that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but like right in our face and my face and you guys face and the public face is that the Warriors has always making sure that I was taken care of. The Warriors has always making sure that Clay Thompson was taken care of. The Warriors have always made sure that, Steph Curry was taken care of. Kevon Looney was taken care of. That's what's right in our face. That's what's been right in our face. So I am not going to, um, I am not going to essentially, uh, for lack of a better term, shit on the Warriors or not believe what they've shown and not give them their credibility and what's due, which is they have taken care of the guys that they're supposed to take care of. So I have no reason to believe that they won't still do that. Mm -hmm. Dre, I have my, my final question. I, I know you got busy schedule. I want. I, again, by the way, I'm, I'm on, cool. If, if I got 15 more minutes, if, if y'all got some, no problem. If not, don't let good. us get greedy. Nah. We will take all nah, 15. That's <laughs> 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 right. You gave uh, before you gave a team bulletin board materials, a team that's near you guys before the season about. Uh, you know, you talked about, and you know that you hear that. I think, again, it's it's one thing about saying it publicly. I think, kind of, runs people the wrong way. I, I don't know why, but it 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 was always known what I'm talking about. It was always known that you get up for certain teams and you just don't have it for other teams. But you you know you made your made those. I believe it was on the shop. Yeah, when you made those comments earlier in the year, saying the Kings were one of those teams where you had a hard time getting up for them. And, you know, they they took it and ran with it, and they've had a, a really good year, bounce-back year. Mike Brown, to me, should be unanimous coach of the year over there with the Kings. Has the dynamic changed for you now that they're a bit like what, – what, what has the dynamic been like for you going to play the Kings this season? Has it felt different? Well, quite frankly, if people go back and watch that episode, it was actually Mav saying who those teams were, and I agree. <laughs> but Okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> But in saying that, like I said, you know me, I'm always standing on everything I say. The Kings have sucked. Like, let's just face it. Um, since I've been in the NBA, they have sucked. They have not made the playoffs since I've been in the I NBA. I spit my drink out like Stan Van So, so it, it's not like some, like, 
bulletin board of disrespect. It's actually a fact. They are who we were when I came into the NBA. Yes. They're changing that. I also said on that episode, now the Kings got Mike Brown, and I expect that to change. I also had De'Aaron Fox on my podcast, and I told Fox, Fox, this is on you. Kings get to the playoffs, this on you, my brother. Like, you have to – they traded Tyrese Halliburton. They've essentially said De'Aaron Fox is our point guard. Fox, you need to go out there. You need to lead this team to playoffs. There's no reason you shouldn't be an all-star and so on and so forth. Guess what? Fox went out there and led this team to the playoffs. Fox went out there and became an all-star, and he's leading that organization in the right direction. When they traded another all-star, Tyrese Halliburton, he's doing exactly what they hoped he would do by trading Tyrese Halliburton. And so I give all credit to them. I give credit where credit's due. Another team that I spoke about was the Orlando Magic. Let's face it. We get thrown in Orlando on a back-to-back with Miami because Orlando has sucked. Let's just face it. Like, you get them coming out of two, three days in Miami. Why? Because they've sucked. No one cares about the game. They are changing that. Jamal Mosley is doing an incredible job. And most importantly, they have a guy that is about winning, that loves basketball that you can build around and Paolo Bancaro before anyone was ever really talking about Paolo Bancaro as the number one pick. And everybody was saying Jabari Smith and this guy and that guy who was on the podcast talking about Paolo Bancaro is the guy. Now I think Mm -hmm. the Orlando magic, why they want to take the bulletin board material about me saying they suck. I think they also took the bulletin board material from my podcast and, 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 evaluating talent because all of a sudden out of nowhere they drafted Paulo yeah. number one out of nowhere but yeah. come on let's face it Haynes don't know don't man news don't stay private in the NBA no more like so they're not that discreet to where they had somebody thinking they was taking someone else and then all of a sudden they take Paulo Bancaro they ain't that goddamn discreet no one is in the NBA anymore so let's face it they were watching they took the hint and they did the right thing I give credit where credit is due. I think the Orlando Magic uh, are headed and trending in the right direction. They got Paolo. Fran Wagner is a player, like a real player. They got guys, Wendell Carter. Turned around. Like, they got mm-hmm. guys that they can really build around and, and, and continue to move in the right direction. But let's, let's also be real. That also takes a commitment from the organization. Has that organization really made that commitment as of late? You know, that's that's for you guys to discuss. I don't want to get fined about that, but like, <laughs> you know, have have you made? Are, are you going to make that commitment to keep it all together? That's what all of this stuff ultimately boils down to. It's never really, um, you know, it's never really any shot at you know guys in particular. Uh, but you know, I'm always keeping a hundred, and I'm not afraid of. You know, bulletin board material, you can post something on your bulletin all you want. You still got to go out and win the game. I gave the Memphis Grizzlies a million bulletin board points all last year, (laughs) and we still beat them in the playoffs. So you still got to go out and, like, win the game. And I'm totally fine with that. And, you know, it is what it is. But I I give credit where credit is due. Uh, What Mike Brown has gone to to, uh, Sacramento and done is absolutely amazing. I expect him to continue taking that – 
that franchise upward in the right direction. And, you know, I give credit. I give them their props. They're doing a great job. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. How do you play? How do you work when you're not at your best? Coach Cal and I will share some wisdom from our time coaching, and we'll apply that wisdom to your off-court challenges. you got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been such a weird season. I mean, the West, where really since Jordan retired the second time from Chicago, the West has been the power conference. And we've had years where, I remember, I remember there was a year when the Warriors, you know, this was before your time, but the Warriors won 48 games and missed the playoffs. They were the ninth mm-hmm. seed. Mm-hmm. In, in the last 20 years, we've usually seen five 50-win teams in the West. We only have two this season. Just a bizarre season with this big clump of teams in the middle, but I'm asking you today, given everything that's happened this season, where you guys started, where you are now, it sounds like you feel pretty good about things, but who should be favored to come out of this Western conference? Steph Curry healthy. I think so. Sources say Clay Thompson. Yeah. And I saw Clay said that the other day, he said the, the OC goat said that uh, if we're healthy, nobody can beat us in a seven game series. Or he, I, can I tell like you, our chances in a seven-game series, I think. is. What I can tell you personally, I'm pretty healthy. I'm, no one's 100% at this point, but I'm pretty healthy. Body feels good. Looney's healthy. Jordan Poole's healthy. I think the Warriors should be the favorite because, quite frankly, you know, Steiny, Haynes, you guys want to look like geniuses? Let's go out <laughs> right now once. and say the Warriors going to look. Go, the Warriors going to win a championship, and in about two and a half months, the Warriors around. are going back to back. You're can, saying it here. Can, can, can I get us some thought, Dre? Can hey, I get us some thought? I'm man? just telling you. I told y'all last year, and you wanted to give it thought, and you didn't jump on the bandwagon. And you lost <laughs> your opportunity to look like a genius. So I'm just telling you again. 
you know? No, but honestly, though, um, in all seriousness, I think uh, – I don't think there's any clear-cut favorite in the Western Conference. I think, you know, uh, we love our chances if we're healthy. Um, you know, Denver's had a great year. Uh, you see everybody saying they're not, you know, afraid to play Denver. That's neither here nor there. Um, you know, Memphis has had a great year. Sack has had a great year. Phoenix adding KD hasn't lost a game without KD. The Lakers are a totally different team now um, than they were to start the year. Clippers, uh, will they get Paul George back? I think that matters. Russ is playing at a high level now, like everyone has grown accustomed to Russ playing over the years. I think it's a lot that can happen. Um, and if I'm, you know, I, I never really take this stand on anything. Uh, but if I'm being honest with you, I think it's wide open. I think it is wide open as we've ever seen it before. And that's no cop out. You know, I'm always going to be real. I'm not just going to come on here and say the Warriors should be the favorite just because I play with the Warriors. That's not how I roll. Do I think the Warriors could win the championship? I 100% we believe we can win a championship. But guess what? The Warriors also could have missed the playoffs. <laughs> that was also a possibility two days ago. <laughs> you know, and so... I, I'm always going to be honest. I do think we have a great opportunity. And I think, you know, like Clay said, in the seven-game series, I haven't seen anyone beat us healthy in the seven-game series. I said that last year. I'll say it again. No one has proven that they can do that yet. Until someone proves that they can do that, I'll always believe that it's us. But in saying that, I think it is wide open. Well, look. This I knew this was going to be good, but it was even better than I hoped. And again, oh, to complete this lopsided trade that we absolutely robbed you. <laughs> now, so you said your policy is you do not do interviews during the playoffs. So is your podcast changing during the playoffs? It's just just going to be. Yeah, you. is this a new rule? No, so I didn't. I didn't do interviews during the playoffs last year. I just did. A, I just did a bunch of podcasts. So you may felt like I did some interviews. Gotcha. But okay. I really during the okay. playoffs, I really just lock in on the games and break down games because, <clears throat> as you guys know, man, the scheduling gets tough. And for me, um, and scheduling guests during the playoffs and, and trying to like. Man, I don't even focus on my wife during the playoffs. I love her so much. She's the best. My kids are incredible. Like, I try to, uh, unless I'm in between series, I stay like this on the game. And I can watch other games, and I'll break those games down because I'm consumed with basketball and also watching possible opponents. But just as far as, like, doing interviews and stuff during the playoffs, I, unless we lose early, then I'll start back doing some interviews. But if we're in it, like I'll be breaking down games and, and, and doing that whole thing. But it just is just um, trying to schedule and, and work around different people's schedule. Like I, I'm all for that during the regular season. And like, you know, you have to continue to live your life. But during the playoff, nothing else matters uh, but the playoffs. And so I just don't really be wanting to hassle trying to make schedules work and different things and taking away my focus from the playoffs. It's one thing It's one thing of me um, coming to this hotel room after a game, popping my laptop up, popping my light up, and, and, and shooting a podcast, right? Um, it takes me all of 20, 25 minutes to do that. But you start getting into interviews and – you know, it, it 
gets me out of character a little bit. And like, I just like to stay locked in. So I don't really do them during the playoffs. Well, Dre, you're on the road. You're there in Portland, I believe. Yes, sir. Uh, nice, nice hotel. I believe I know what hotel that is. But uh, Dre, make sure you stay away from those small hotel soaps. I, I, I didn't get to see what Chuck said the other day about hotel soap. I saw that. I, I saw like a headline that says why Chuck said he'll never use hotel yeah, soap don't, again. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure why. But... Dre, Dre, he said. He said he t- he carries his own big bars of soap with him now because the hotel soaps are so small that he that he had an accident that it almost disappeared. Man, that's oh, crazy. What he was man, saying? Man, going somewhere, Chuck. Man, say that for somebody <laughs> who want to hear that, man. No, I, I keep my soap with me. One thing my wife do has done is she makes sure I keep my soap with me when I go to hotels and, and not using bad soap that ain't quite great for your skin. She makes sure I keep my skincare routine with me, uh, you know, and, and make sure I'm dialed in there. So I like to keep my soap. But Chuck, man, say that shit for somebody who want to yeah. hear it, Chuck. Nobody want to hear that, Way man. too much information. <laughs> Golly. Somebody <laughs> send – hey, man, somebody send some Charles Barkley, man. This is getting oh, ridiculous. Oh, man. So like I like I said in the hallway when I when I saw you, uh, you your podcast, you don't even need guests. You like you said, you turn on the mic, open the laptop, and you're a smash hit. But we needed we need guests on this fledgling little podcast. So we were grateful to host you, you today bro. on this league uncut. And when you are ready to resume interviewing, Haynes and I will be there to after eleven years of throwing questions at you, you get to fire all the questions at us. I'm looking forward to that, fellas. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm looking forward to just having that conversation because I think um, so oftentimes it gets lost. Like I said at the start of this, when I speak new media, old media, there's a space for both. Um, There are audience for both. Uh, And quite frankly, we all live in the same bubble. And, you know, I always speak about how, like, man, like, this game works and feeds all of our families, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, I know oftentimes things are so separate, but we're all one group putting together a product that ultimately is sold to the masses and has created a wonderful life for all of us. And so I don't take that for granted. I never look at it like it's any hard feelings at times. Does it get emotional? Of course. But what doesn't get emotional when it matters? I think anything that matters gets emotional. And so, you know, it's never really any hard feelings. Um, you do get heated and things are, will always get heated. But ultimately, it's one big team. NBA, NBA reporters, NBA players, uh, NBA staff, um, <clears throat> NBA media. It's all one big team ultimately putting together the best product in the world to be sold. And I'm very thankful and appreciative of that. I'm appreciative of you brothers and all that you all bring to the game and, and, and the diligence that you do in doing your work because it doesn't go unnoticed. Our game, honestly, like I can do as much as I, as many podcasts as I want. Um, ultimately, it is not building the game the way you guys build the game. I'm not doing it every day, right? I'm not uh, breaking down things and keeping up on all of the current things as you guys are. And so I don't take that for granted and I'm looking forward to grilling the hell out of y'all soon. And you're not spying, you're not spying for the Cavs either. 
<laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Haynes was definitely smiling. One day we're going uh, I wasn't. to have a drink, and he's going to admit it to me. Oh, he was texting. He was. He was texting LeBron notes after Warriors practicing. <laughs> oh, I appreciate y'all, fellas. Hey, appreciate you. Good luck in the playoffs, man. Thanks, Emil, for doing this. Absolutely. Thank you. I'll see both of y'all soon. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom Shakalaka! Chris Haynes and Mark Stein! Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. How do you play? How do you work when you're not at your best? Coach Cal and I will share some wisdom from our time coaching, and we'll apply that wisdom to your off-court challenges. you got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.